Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh-oh, the dreaded Nigel Farage endorsement. Now, Keir Starmer's today announced a policy of ending dependence on cheap labour from abroad. In doing so, he's won plaudits from Nigel Farage. Let's just have a little listen. Starmer is now repeating the UKIP 2015 manifesto. He may not mean any of it, of course, but to think the Labour Party are now to the right of the Conservatives on immigration. That's where we are in British politics today. Hmm. To the right of the Conservatives. Now, OK, look, Farage likes to stir the pot to cause political mayhem as best he can, put pressure on the Tories by going, aha, even Labour are better on this issue than you. That just shows how much we need to shift the Tories into a different position. I get all that. But let's just have a listen to what Keir Starmer said in the leadership election. And I want people in Europe to be able to come and continue to work here. I want families to be able to live together, whether that's in Europe or here. And I want people in this country, in the United Kingdom, to be able to go and study in Europe, just as they can now. And people in Europe to be able to come and study here. We have to make the case for freedom of movement. And we have to make it strongly. We have to make the case for freedom of movement and we have to make it strongly. Mm. Not quite the argument he's making today when he talks about ending the short-term fix of foreign workers as cheap labour. I mean, look, Keir Starmer has clearly systematically violated the leadership pledges that he made uh, in order to become leader of the Labour Party. He, it's very straightforward what happened. He wanted to become leader of the Labour Party. He knew the membership were to his left. He positioned himself to his left um, in order to win. And then when he won, he reneged on them because he knew the British media wouldn't make a song and dance about it because... Well, I mean, the left aren't seen as legitimate political actors and being dishonest to Labour Party members isn't seen as a political cost or having a political cost. And as far as much of the media and the commentary are concerned, basically defeating the left is good politics. So if you're dishonest in order to get there, that's also good politics. Now, there hasn't been such a dishonest campaign for, the part, for, for a leadership position, for the leadership of a political party in British democratic history. I mean, Boris Johnson didn't run a dishonest leadership election to become Tory leader. He promised crap and he delivered crap. His big signature commitment, of course, was a hard Brexit. He delivered it. Not great, I have to say, because we're now suffering the consequences. But he did what he said. It's, the equivalent would be if he promised that and then we joined the single market and the customs union, which clearly didn't happen. Obviously, a different economic set of affairs if he had have done. We've got to be clear about what the cause of low wages is in this country. Let's start with the battering of the trade union movement, the biggest democratic movement in the country. Now, Blair, when he came to power in 1997, said that even with the changes New Labour would make, Britain would still have the most restrictive trade union laws in the Western world. 
the, the unions had suffered these big defeats in the 1980s, like the miners' strike, which were seen as like salutary lessons uh, to make workers feel there was no point going on strike because they would always lose. Um, there was a shift in the nature of the economy, of course, where you had a shift from manufacturing and mining and dock, job, dock worker jobs, that kind of thing, where you had communities built around workplaces where work for men certainly was stable throughout their lives. So it's easier to have a stable workforce. You could you could unionise. Um, but in any case, the number of people in a trade union has halved in Britain from its peak in 1979 when half of workers were unionised but far more covered by collective agreements, so they had the benefit of unions, it's now dropped to about a quarter. Now, every graph on both sides of the Atlantic shows that there is a correlation between how much of the economy as a share goes to labour, to workers, and how many people are in a trade union. So the weakening of the trade union uh, of movement has been instrumental in redistributing wealth and power from workers to, to bosses and, more generally, to the rich. That's what's happened. One piece of research found that almost half the decline in the share of the economy going to labour in several rich countries, Britain amongst them, between 1970 and 2014 was explained in cha by changes in bargaining power. That's one reason. Number two, austerity. So obviously the Tories have imposed as an example, this is just one aspect of austerity, a protracted real terms pay cut on public sector workers, millions of public sector workers. So if you take NHS staff as an example, they're worse off in real terms than they were in 2010 when the Tories came to power. That actually has knock-on effects for other people because if you've got millions of people with less money in their pockets, they spend less, they spend less in other businesses, that has an impact on their profit margins and it has an impact on other people's wages as well. If you cut in an economy, if you cut some people's wages, you suck demand out the economy, so you so you also cut the wages of other people as well. But in any case, austerity in general has caused, or has been one of the main reasons for the longest squeeze in living standards in this country since records began. Now, Labour's not actually committing, for example, to increase the real terms pay of nurses. Then there's the fact we have this hire and fire economy uh, with weak workers' rights. So, for example, bosses can hire agency workers to undercut the terms and conditions of other workers. Those agency workers might be from abroad or they might be born in this country. doesn't matter and it's not their fault. It's the way that those workers are used because they have inferior terms and conditions to undercut other workers. Now, to be fair, Labour have made some good noises on employment rights. Given Keir Starmer's record, though, their feet has to be held to the fire. There's a broader issue, just in terms of how migrants are scapegoated by the powerful, because it's easier and more convenient to pander to bigotry rather than fix the actual problems caused by powerful people in society. Like the fact, for example, there's a housing crisis in this country. That's not caused by immigration. That's caused by the fact that house building has massively fallen because governments abdicated their responsibilities to the markets. They flogged off council homes. They didn't replace the stock. People are stuck on social housing waiting lists uh, or they're in the private rented sector where they're being ripped off. That's not migrants' fault. That's to do with a system which has stopped providing affordable housing to people. It's very straightforward. Again, public service is under strain. Again, we're supposed to blame migrants for that, but that isn't to do with migrants who prop up many of those public services, like the National Health Service, I should add. But again, to do with the fact that we've had massive cuts to public services in real terms as the po population expands and we have an ageing population, so public services are expected to do more with the less that they're given. 
The lack of secure jobs, rips from the economy, deindustrialization of Britain, replaced often with jobs which are less secure and less well-paid. That wasn't immigration that did that. That was the successive economic policies of governments in power. So it's easy to talk about migrants as being at the source or roots of the problems, of the structural problems of British society, which is we have an economic system that is rigged in favour of very, very rich people. And it's very convenient and helpful for those rich people to make us think that actually the real problem is people from abroad. It isn't. It's just not true. So what Labour should be arguing for is to fix this broken system with transformative policies. They're not that keen on that, though, unfortunately, partly because they think it will upset some very rich and powerful people. So instead, we're back on this old soundtrack going on about migrants to the delight of the likes of Nigel Farage. And the more Labour make issues of immigration and issuing British politics, the worse it is for them because it shifts discussion and debate onto the on, onto terrain that's more favourable for the Tories because... If people go to polling stations thinking about boosting public services, for example, they'll vote Labour. If they're thinking about immigration, they're more likely to vote for the Tories. It's politically wrong and counterproductive. And we need to stop politicians thinking they can just get away with pressing a big red button, which is let's talk about migrants rather than let's fix the problems of British society. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com for us. I'm Joe I'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.